I think you're gonna, we'll all agree that was an absolutely amazing piece of documentary filmmaking, uh, very emotional, really wonderful. Um, I'm delighted to have with us here today Grania Healy, who was, as you see, the co-founder of the um, Marriage Equality, and um, Catherine Simone, who's, you're actually my local TD, so welcome back here. <laughs> and Linda Cullen, of course, the director and producer. Linda, um, why did you feel this documentary needed to be made? What was the background to it? I suppose that I sat on the board of Marriage Equality from early days, and I was making various pieces of content throughout the campaign. And, um, and it was often said around the table, especially as we came nearer and nearer to the referendum, that you know, we really needed to document this in some way. So I suppose I was sort of the natural fit to do that. And Grania and Denise in particular, um, gathered some finance together to help me make it. And I just want to acknowledge Vanessa Gildee who's here today yes, as well, co-producer and director. Okay, she's, she's there, she's, she's there somewhere. She's Also, a wonderful archivist, and there's a massive amount of archives there that we had to rely on heavily because, you know, I mean, I think it is incredibly important to document these things, and it isn't always done through um, the national broadcaster. So, I think for us, we knew that it would be very important to document it because very few people knew the 10 years leading up. Absolutely. To, yeah. and, and where, you know, the genesis and all of that, very few people knew the full story. So, it's an attempt at a fuller story of um, the marriage equality, the, the referendum. Mm -hmm. And Catherine, so you were really instrumental in kicking the whole thing off, I think, uh, through the Cal case. Um, tell me how that came about. Um, yes, we, uh, yes, we were, and um, Louise and I, and um, really the story is <laughs> in the film. Uh, and, um, but just in, in the process, too, of, of um, moving towards marriage equality with such wonderful friends and colleagues and uh, all the people on the board. Uh, we were uh, equally uh, supported by our families and it's just wonderful. Um, uh, Linda's uh, partner Ferga and her two, their two children are here uh, with us. My brother Mark uh, is here. My uh, niece uh, Hilda and her son Roy is here. So the We Are family, I just thought that was amazing. Yeah. You saw some of the po photo, uh, posters there. We Are family was so much about part of the, uh, the campaign. Um, and of course that was the theme of the Pride uh, March uh, uh, to yesterday. Um, the other, may I just say to the, um, what, was so in, what was so important for us and Louise and myself in the early days before we had even Cal and our friends at Marriage Equality was believing that we could uh, ultimately have the right to marry each other here um, and that everyone, whoever you were, would have the right to marry the person they chose to love. Um, that the most important people um, to help us with that initially were our legal team. And I am so uh, pleased that one of, uh, one of those members of our team, Michael Collins, uh, who was our one of our senior counsels here with us, uh, to watch the... To watch the He was the one who played a couple of cameo appearances, holding those big boxes as he was coming in. Uh, and one of the things, as I was saying, especially Michael, because I know you're here, he's a great friend of the IFI, he's uh, on your board here as well, uh, is that in the earlier period, we were always like just so worried about you know, making sure for Anne Louise and, and, and myself that we were taking a case 
So we weren't supposed to really talk about it in public or in the, oh, in, you know, <laughs> because that would kind of uh, contaminate what it is that we were trying to do, you know, um, in the courts, so to speak. And we tried to be very careful. And so, you know, when we brought uh, and, and, and they joined us and invent, t took the leadership, uh, Grania and Denise and um, Linda and, and all the others that you saw, that was just, just so integral and um, uh, important that they found a way to work with that while we stayed kind of in the courts and they built the public support. So. Fantastic, fantastic. And Grania, um, from the outside looking in at the, at the actual campaign, it just looked like super slick, really well run. No idea, from the, no idea from the outside that there was any like, infighting between the different organisations. Like that, you, nobody from the outside I think would have known that. And I think Linda, a very brave decision to show all that on screen. You know, you're not trying to whitewash it in any way. Um, tell us about, about yeah that. I guess the, the idea of you know making a documentary about the story of the marriage equality movement um, was something that the board felt was very important given that you know we had had you know, all of these years of meetings and strategies and um, you know a lot of the stuff that, that I talk about in the film there, like we had done research well over a decade before. So we did approach it in a very systematic and clinical fashion. Um, and for all of us, it was, you know, a deeply personal issue as well. Um, and you can see in particular the issue of children. Most of us had children. We were in LGBT-headed families. So there were some very personal drivers. But as a board, at the end of the campaign, when we, we won, and 2015 was a great year, and we'd had uh, the Yes Equality campaign, we really wanted to have a documentary that would tell that backstory. The Yes Equality campaign was 107 days long. Wow. 107 days. Marriage equality was the guts of 15 years. So I guess when we then approached the award-winning documentary maker, Linda Cullen, <laughs> uh, we did it knowing that... <laughs> knowing that, as she said, you know, she had made other uh, outputs during the campaign and they were all wonderful. You saw Sinead's hand uh, featuring there. But also, and I remember at one of the board meetings, it was Anne-Louise who made it really clear that although we were commissioning her to make this, yeah. that she had absolute creative freedom. She was not going to bring it back to us and we were going to go, oh, I don't like that. And why isn't she? In? So that, I think, was one of the things that encouraged you to think, okay, I will take this on yeah. to yeah. do it, that, that we were really clear that we were coming up with a very small amount of money compared to, I mean, you can see by the, the gorgeous look and the feel of that film, how much time and in-kind um, money went into the, the, the making of it. So for us, it was a legacy thing, and it was also doing it properly. Um, and, you know, I think the making of it, and I could hear, you can feel it in the room, you know, I've seen that I don't know how many times, and I still get to a point where I think, Jesus, are we going to win? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that, that, create, that tension yeah. is still there, that music, do, 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 and you're thinking, are we going to win? So, I mean, she is brilliant, and she has done a brilliant job. Absolutely. It's such a well-structured documentary, mm -hmm. and I think, you know, I like the way you have the little chapters segmenting mm -hmm. it. But also... Um, 
talk to me about how you conducted the interviews okay. because I've watched a lot of documentaries recently that have you know the person black background very boring yeah. just what you know shot from head head on whereas you've moved yeah the I mean around. early on myself and Kuan McAneil who's the editor who really deserves a share to credit with myself and Vanessa um, we did. Th- we were a tiny team. It was just the three of us, really. Um, we decided we wanted it to look really gorgeous, I suppose, and maybe a little different. But also that I don't. I personally don't like that kind of generic background thing. I, Same. Yeah, yeah. And to be a little bit brave about even the framing of the shots. Mm-hmm. And um, Vanessa got uh, Paddy Jordan on, on board, who's a fantastic cinematographer, and we kind of explain to him the what we wanted and the look that we wanted and the rich texture that we wanted. You know, I've been, I've been making lesbian gay stuff for a really long time and I remember 25 years ago making stuff and I just want some of, because there was no money ever, mm-hmm. you know, stuff looked really crap sometimes. So <laughs> I really wanted to be sure that this looked really beautiful and also we knew we were going to be digging into lots of old archive as well. Mm-hmm. So we made that decision. We only, we shot this whole thing in two days. No way. Yeah. Really? Two yeah. days. That's some achievement. That's two, fantastic. Two days. But, I mean, I suppose I would have known fairly much in advance what, uh, you know, coming from within the organisation, yeah. I knew what I wanted to talk about or I wanted other people to talk about. I think everyone got a bit of a surprise when I sat down and interviewed them. I think oh. they were expecting someone else to. So that there's no hiding when someone you know really well. <laughs> <laughs> Is sitting in front of you, and to be fair, I don't think any of you would have been hiding. But anyway, you didn't have a choice. So, and I suppose the people there—they're incredibly articulate. They're really passionate and know their subject matter. The the bit of it, as you probably gathered, that I found the most stressful mm-hmm. um, was the Glenn story, yeah. the Glenn and marriage equality story. Because how do you do that from within and be fair? And so it was a real struggle all the time. And I have to say, fair play to Brian Sheehan, who, mm-hmm. who agreed to um, be part of this because he knew, that, he, he knew that someone within marriage equality was making it. But I suppose that put an extra pressure on me, I have to say, to make sure um, that it was as balanced as possible. I mean, Brian and I go back a long way. We were both arrested in New York 20 years ago. <laughs> Together, we shared a prison cell. Um, Not so, for shoplifting. No, no for demonstrating. Um, so, so, yeah, so... I can't, I'm rambled on now. No. I can't remember what the question was. <laughs> the question was, you yeah, did it fairly. You did oh, yeah. It. yeah how, what a challenge that was. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so. And um, one of the, I read recently in the newspapers that despite the marriage referendum getting passed, that there is still not equal rights for parents of or gay and lesbian parents of children. Of, of children. Um, you're a TD. Can you tell us a bit more about what's happening with that? Um, y- yes, I can. I mean, just uh, just it is a little uh, technical, but just to put it forward simply. Mm-hmm. Um, a bill was passed called the Child Children and Family Relationship Bill became an act. It was going through the houses around the same time we were also seeking marriage equality and um, it was passed, then marriage equality was passed and that really then set the scene to enable a commencement of some of the aspects of that act that hadn't actually happened when it was initially passed and those aspects of the act that weren't commenced and still are not commenced very unfortunately would have to do effectively with the recognition of the um, of the second um, parent in a 
a lesbian relationship uh, who's not the biological mother to be acknowledged as a parent in, in the law. Um, and um, Minister Harris um, in the Department of Health is effectively in charge of bringing that forward. It's taken absolutely way too much longer than it ought to have, uh, but he uh, announced just in the last couple of weeks that there that the Department of Health uh, now is ready to draft a bill to change those um, or to effectively commence those aspects of the act so that uh, effectively this would be Linda, for example, or some other of our friends would be acknowledged in law and on the birth cert as the parent of the, their, their two children. And just even to put that in real terms, I'm sure Tess and Rosa won't mind, or Farga, if I tell the story that they, they had to get their passports renewed because yeah. we're going away at the end of the summer. And we're in a guard station having to get, well, we had to get an affidavit first, all saying that Ferga is the sole parent. And that certainly is not, and they objected strongly to it, and rightly so, girls, because mm -hmm. um, they know they've got two mothers. Yeah. So, uh, so it just means still there's things like that that are really, really difficult for, um, for LGBT uh, yeah. families. Mm -hmm. And um, in terms of the campaign, now that it's over, what are you working on now? Marriage equality, the organisation, um, only wrapped up about six weeks ago. Legally, yeah, the ad was in the paper, the bank account is closed. Uh, so I suppose for the last three years, um, you know, we've been managing this, making sure that it came to fruition. Uh, there were a couple of books. That, so so the legacy was really important. And I suppose it's one of the things in terms of the recent campaign, and there are many people here in this room who were active in the recent campaign, the recent referendum. You know, I hope that there will be legacy projects from that, which tell that story. There are people who've been... You know, I see Alva Smith uh, on the screen behind us, who's been, you know, was one of the leaders of, of the recent uh, abortion referendum, who's been working on that issue for like 40 years. I would love to see some more of those filmic products made that capture that. And as many, I'd love to see more marriage equality stuff being made as well. Whoever wants to make it, I think those different horizons are a richness and a remembering of, you know, that these are campaigns that it takes individual brave people to come forward and to gather together but also it brings together I mean there's some of our friends here you know it has been yeah it was a, a long road but it's been a great road well done, well done. <laughs> Thank you. to know that uh, the film screened uh, earlier in June in Romania. You've been translated yeah. into Romanian. Um, I, the film just came to my attention. The film came to my attention. I work in the um, Irish Film Programming Department and um, I got a request from the Irish Embassy in Bucharest asking for the film. I hadn't heard of it beforehand and then when I saw it I thought, you know, we really need to show it here. So congratulations. Thank you. Um, any questions from the audience? Thank <laughs> you. 
Oh shit, der kommt et vort, no! <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations. Congratulations. Anybody else? Don't be shy. Yeah. Hi, I'd like to echo that lady as well. Just say thank you to, to you three wonderful ladies and everybody else that was part of the campaign. Um, you've really changed the country and all of us. And also, Linda, congratulations. Fabulous documentary. Just wondering, is it going to be on television? I don't, I don't know actually, I mean it's been, it's been to Sydney, it's been to London, it's been to Hawaii, so it's still doing the kind of festival circuit. It may, I mean I suppose there's negotiations at the moment should we say, trying to get it on Netflix. And so if it goes Netflix it won't get a, an Irish, so I have a few things to do. So I've had some interest from Netflix, so we'll see, I'll, I'll tweet it out if it gets there. But it's still on the festival circuit actually, there's still quite a, a number of festivals being done, internationally being done. And, and that needs to be sorted as well. Uh, and I think that um, absolutely, of course it does. And actually it just makes me think too that um, not, not, not so much the lone parent issue, but even right now one of the live issues in terms of, of, um, of changing the constitution uh, has to do with uh, the, um, uh, the article that, that speaks about women's place within the home. It's in the same context of that incredible section on the family. And um, we're struggling with that at the moment uh, as a government, especially because it's, um, it is in the context of the section on the family. So, I mean, in one sense that's a little aside, not really, but it, it's a little bit of an aside to what your question is. On the other hand, it is that, that article of the Constitution has, you know, it came in it, within a particular era and, you know, it, it seems as if almost all of it needs to be changed in light of how we have changed as a society. So, 
clearly, I absolutely would agree that we need to define the family in a way that includes um, you know, parents, uh, ind individuals who are parenting on their own. There's no question about it. One of the things, though, that I guess I've learned through both this, this uh, change in our Constitution as well as the repeal change is that um, it's, it's a hugely significant thing to change our Constitution. And in order to do it, you need to have mobilized, you, um, you know, in all sorts of different spheres, the civil society, uh, people in the legal field, getting the politicians on board, whether they're following or leading, um, all of those ingredients seem to need to come together ultimately in order to get the change. So, yeah, I think though, um, certainly we were very mindful of the level of support that came from lone parent organisations and lone parents across the country, particularly when the No Side put those posters up, mm. you know, mother yes. and father, all of those. Uh, posters that were you know deeply insulting to so many families but what was wonderful was the support and the mobilization of lone parents righteous anger at that time and and um, you know I think that it is time to look at that definition the wider definition of the family to be as inclusive as possible. And this is not a new topic, but there is a mobilization around it that is, I think, uh, important to do. And so we'll be there for you. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to say, amazing. And I thought Anne Louise looked beautiful. Thank you. Absolutely. Really um, I agree with you about lone parents. I mean, we're in this situation, we're not lone parents, but we have had two sons. We're not married. We have no intention of getting married. I think we need maybe, re and we look at what's just happened in England yeah. mm. with the um, cohabitation as a grounds for a civil partnership mm. opening the door for that. So we're yeah. back round. But I think this whole thing about opening the definition of what is a family, we're not a family under the law, obviously. And when I die, I, my stuff won't go to Kevin and it won't go to my children. Um, there is a problem. We've got a massive problem. And it wasn't the time to have that argument when marriage equality was just ripping it up and we all wanted that. But we also want a choice, choice in how we construct and structure our families because that's about power. Choice is about power and we just want it back. So I'm hoping that you all will come together, bring everything together and maybe the next thing is you look at something multi-issue rather than single issue. Move from the single issue to the multi-issue. And I just wonder how, how you might do that. I know Anne-Louise is in government, but um, I'd love to see some of the skills displayed by people who do this sort of fun. Thanks, Anne. In that um, <laughs> documentary brought into the mainstream. Mm. Linda, are you working on anything else at the moment? Or? First dates. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's it for the moment. <laughs> A lot lighter. <laughs> well, I mean, it's... it's you know, those things are a labour of love. You know, there's never enough money. Um, it's massively expensive. It takes a huge amount of time um, and unpaid time. So, so now I am working on first dates and room to improve. <laughs> um, I'd just like to thank you all very much for coming in, especially on a Sunday. 
and on a lovely um, sunny day and the same for the audience here and um, I think it's a lovely memory for Anne Louise as well and a, as you say a legacy piece of filmmaking. Congratulations and thank you all very much. Thank you.